Listen, if it wasn't for the fact that he was dating Kim, I would tell y'all to leave Skeet alone. But this is hilarious. Why? Because you I personally like Pete Davidson. I, I like Pete Davidson. I think he's really for cool. For what reason? I just, I, for one, I think he's really funny. I used to I think like he's him. really funny. And I think, I think, I've said this before, but I think the reason why he gets the women that he gets, Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, is one, because he's funny. And two, I feel like there is, underneath the scruff, there's a lot of charisma. I think he's very charismatic. Ariana he's not that funny to BDE. me for his Ariana look. Ariana said he had BDE. I mean, <laughs> he came out and said that's only half true. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, because he was just, I don't know. But <laughs> somebody is listening like BDE. They're going on Urban Dictionary now and trying to yes, figure out are. what that means. It's big, big energy, y'all. Um, <laughs> okay, but look at his eat. face when he's like, like that. Like, he's not that funny. Like, to, he could be that uncute to me. No, like, there's funny, funny that funny. will make you more attractive, but he's Skeet's not funny, funny enough to be considered attractive. Skeet's That's funny. my point. I, Skeet's funny. Yes, he's funny, I don't like but him. he doesn't make him attractive. No, I, but, but that's I'm just what I'm saying. saying. I think I think he has like some sort of charisma. I think I could tell there's some sort of charisma that he has. That I'm just there. like, there's there, there's there's some there's something. I don't know what that something is. Right, it could but be you said B, it's something. It could be the BDE. Welcome to Conversations for the Culture. We are back. It's another week. It's Friday, February. <laughs> February. <laughs> How the hell did I Wait get a minute? February? Hold on now. Yo, it's, it's been so much craziness. I'm trying to go back to Black History Month. But now it's <laughs> May 6th. It's May 6th. Um, I'm Micah Butler. And I'm Portia Harris. And if you notice anything <laughs> different about us, <laughs> you see. You can, you, see can see you can see us. Hi. You can see us. You can see us. So if you guys are watching on, um, if you're listening, just know that we have the YouTube up. Uh, all the information will be um, there. Uh, the YouTube video, to keep it 100 with you, will probably be up sometime this weekend, though, because, you know, it takes time to do these things. And right now I'm editing it. So if you want to edit the show for us, please hit us up and, you know, we'll see what we can do for you. But um, starting off, how are you? How was your week since the last time I spoke to you? Listen, last time you spoke to me, I was in the middle of a 12-day working stint. And I told you guys how I played myself into that. um, Because I know every time I tell someone that, they're just like, that's illegal. Your job can't do that. No, it it, Mm -hmm. technically, the way it happened, it's completely legal. But (laughs) y'all, so don't worry about me. I'm okay. Um, you said, don't worry, about me, <laughs> don't, don't worry about me, sweetheart. Don't worry about me, sweetheart. Don't worry about me, sweetheart. So, you know, I'm okay. I'm I'm free, y'all. I am free. I am free. I am free. I As a free woman. As a free. As a free. I'm, as a free. Um, But yeah, so I don't really have any exciting news mm-hmm. other than I'm just not working today or tomorrow and i'm just really happy about that really happy about that but truthfully i need one more day so i might call off 
I hope none of my employees watch this. I mean, my employees. I hope any none of my you said it right. You're speaking it into existence. Period. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. So, as you guys know, um, last 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 night was yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. Um, Cinco de Drinco. Listen, I don't know if you could do that voice, but it's it's out there already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of things that are out there already, just uh, I had to publicly go. Just you know, uh, last week it was brought to my attention that the term midget is disrespectful and is equivalent to the word nigger with the hard er to them. Um. I mean, you correct. I, I I caught it myself. I mean, you corrected me as well. Um, but somebody, you know, told me that we should have edited out the podcast. It is what it is. It's out there already. So I'm publicly apologizing. I guess I have my first Charlemagne Joe Budden moment. So there we go. Um, <laughs> that is what it is. But last night, Cinco de Mayo, right? Um, I stood in solidarity with my Mexican brothers and my Mexican sisters. As you um, should. As you should. As you know, I love a good, I mean, anybody who knows me knows one of my favorite drinks to have is a margarita, and especially if it's frozen, and if, especially if it's strawberry. So yes, Lord. I may or may not have had a couple of stro- uh, frozen strawberry margaritas last night. Because okay. we're wasting away in Margaritaville. I can't. Well, while he was um, sipping on some frozen margaritas, I was watching um, Doctor Strange Ooh. and the Multiverse of Madness. I'm not going to say none yet. Okay. I'm not going to say none yet. Listen, just people know. are very excited about this one. I'm excited about this one. Um, But... Batman is still that nigga. Okay, so we're gonna go into the, <laughs> we're gonna go into the spicy take. The spicy take. What's your spicy take, Portia? My spicy take is um something that happened this week, y'all, and it's just bringing up a whole domino effect, a whole a whole bunch of things. Dave Chappelle got attacked at his comedy show. What? Um, Dave Chappelle got attacked at his comedy show. Somebody ran up on stage and literally just bum rushed him. And then this, because this is not an, this is not the Oscars. This is not the Oscars. Homeboy got stomped out and got his arm broken. Not even got his arm broken. He got his arm disfigured. I don't know if y'all seen the pictures floating around, but homeboy's arm looks like Play-Doh. Like it's, it, I can't, I, I don't even know how, how. Um, but there was a lot of celebrity comedians there. I funny enough, Chris Rock was there, and then he gets on stage and he was like, "Was that, was that Will Smith?" And it. Give it a rest. <laughs> I I can't. I can't. It's just really funny. Chris. Um, but my spicy take is even though I hate to admit this, this is Will's fault. Kind of. Kind of. A little bit. A little bit. Because now, even though people should realize that they are not Will Smith, 
and this is an entirely different situation, you can't be running on stage every time somebody says something that you don't like, especially at a comedy show. Will Smith's situation was a little bit different because he was at the Oscars and it was a joke that went too far. Um, but y- y- y'all can't be run on stage attacking people, man. That's just not. <sighs> you can't. You can't do that. You can't. Do Are you that. done? Is you finished or is you done? In the words of Birdman. <laughs> is you finished or is you done? You gonna put some respect on my name, though. Listen, I can't believe that. That's 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 not a. Mm, I won't insult you. That's the worst. That's the worst take that I've ever heard in my life. For what you, do you to, mean? for you to say is Will Smith's fault. I don't know if you know this or not. People been rushing stages since the beginning of stages. Point blank. People have been rushing football fields, streaking since the beginning of the times. There's been award shows that fans have been. Um, at the Grammys, at the Oscars, that at the MTV uh, Video Music Awards, that people have been rushing the stage and trying to get close to their people. Um, I'm a big fan of wrestling. There's people who jump the barriers all the time and attack wrestlers, jump in the ring, attack them on stages, all of these things. Guess what? That happened long before Will Smith. It's not Will Smith's fault. Come on, let's not do that. Because now you're acting like the Amy Schumers of the world and piling and piling. Do not just call me Amy Schumer. Well, then don't Amy Schumer it. Because at this point, at this point, we're just piling on. It's not Will Smith's fault. People have been doing this. Now, maybe the conversation is this. Maybe the conversation can be centered around, hey, niggas is finally having to, uh, what's the word? Niggas is finally having to deal with, you know, you just can't say anything. And we'll talk about this at some point, but I made a post about it earlier this week. Um, Yes, freedom of speech is a real thing, right? Freedom of speech is a real thing. You can say whatever the heck that you want. And Elon Musk is about to make sure that that happens on Twitter. However, freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. Freedom of speech doesn't mean that you can't get knocked the F out if you say something that you shouldn't be saying. Now, I don't know why the person um, attacked. And by no means am I saying that it's okay. But when people have been telling you for two, three years that your jokes aren't funny or they've been telling you that your jokes are offensive or they've been telling you that they're harmful and they're violent, whoop, 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 whoop. And you're like, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. Okay, do it anyways, because we have freedom of speech. We can say what we want. However, if somebody wants to knuck if you buck, they're going to knuck if you buck. And that's on period. Because the same way that we had that energy for Chris Rock, it's the same energy. Because Will said, keep my wife's name out your <laughs> Okay, but we don't. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. But because we don't know what was said or what was done for someone to bum rush the stage. But it's two different. I'm not necessarily saying that it's Will's fault, but I am saying that I think people are a little bit more comfortable with it now. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's just how I see it. That's just how I see it. And you know, I'm not just trying to jump on the Will Smith hate train because you know, I'm the first person to be like, y'all going a little bit too far. Like, 
with the Will Smith hate because it ain't even that deep. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I feel monkey you. see monkey do. Oh, you calling us monkeys now? Oh, here he go. Anyway, <laughs> what's your spicy take? Right that, is anti-black. that is anti-black. That is anti-black. All right, so my spicy take, okay? And in this week's episode of... <laughs> in this week's episode of Melanated Mayonnaise, um, we have a... Okay. So it's a white woman, right? So this came on Neighborhood Talk. So the funny thing is, this actually, she said this a year ago. See, I'm the type of person, when I see different things, I go and look at the dates, right? Because stuff be trending on um social media platforms like a year later sometimes right so i said oh this was just like the angela simmons thing remember last year when everybody was dragging angela simmons well it just started trending again yeah um like the same exact pictures and i was like actually our producer she sent it to me and i was like this is crazy and i was like wait a second <laughs> this You've is seen these already <laughs> yeah i said this was from last year why are we talking and it was like people made this a thing again so this is what happened with this um so Emily Swaven, even the name says it. She says, yes, the K word. <laughs> For those of you guys who don't know, the K word is Karen. Uh, the K word is stronger than the N word, at least currently. I know Misogyny you. Misogyny and patriarchy has been around longer than slavery. Just don't use either. Okay. And the, the um, thing that she shared, so she, it was a quote tweet. Um, she's, it was a post and this post says, stop saying Karen. Karen is a sexist and racist term equivalent to the N word for white women. Calling a woman Karen is an attempt to get rid of women's rights to stand up for themselves. Okay. Here's my spicy take. White people want to be oppressed so bad. So bad. Like they really want to be oppressed between this, between what about reverse racism and all of these other things like go sit down. Um, I made a post. Uh, I made a, um, is it a post or would you say a TikTok? You know, I'm getting old now. So I'm in that like weird. Was like, it on TikTok? Cause I know I'm good with social media, but sometimes I don't know like the terminologies, right? If but, you made something on TikTok, you made a TikTok. But it's still a post. But they don't call it a post. They call it a TikTok. I made a TikTok about... Okay, I posted a TikTok. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. Fantastic. Because you don't say I made an Instagram, do you? No. <laughs> but you don't say I made, I, a, I made a post. I made a post. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I made a TikTok, okay? And the TikTok was talking about the barbecue. We've talked about the bar, the cookout plenty of times. How black folks always want to invite people to cookout. You know, white person knows how to dance. Invite them to the cookout. They know how to beatbox. Invite them to the cookout. Their name is their last name is Kardashian. Invite them to the cookout. Ew. You know, like ill. <laughs> so I made that post, and then one of our you know male melanated um, neighbors had the audacity, the caucasity, to say. Well, if we made this post and said that we don't want y'all to come to the cookout, then y'all would be mad. This is racist. First of all, I don't want to come to your cookout. First of all, okay? I don't like Taylor Swift. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't care for the Foo Fighters. And I don't like raisins in my potato salad. And I like my food to be seasoned, well seasoned, not just salt and pepper. Okay. So I, I don't want to more than a salad. Huh? I want more than a salad. <laughs> you want a green bean casserole? <laughs> I don't want actually, you know what? Green bean cat. If it's cooked properly, green bean casserole go hard though. It goes hard. Not at a cookout. Not at a cookout. But yeah. for the holidays, my mom, my mom yeah, makes holidays, a really good green holidays. Holidays. Yeah, so, my mom makes a really good green bean casserole. Shout out to Marie. Shout out to Marie. We love Marie here. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, back to um, you know, so yeah, they were very upset. They were very angry, and they kept going back and forth, trying to go back and forth with me, and um. You know, I I stopped. I don't I don't go back and forth with people anymore. So when people start doing that, I'm That's like, okay, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, protect your energy, right? Protect your energy. But why do you think white people, as a whole, no, I can't say as a whole, right? But why do you think some white people go out their way to try to act like they're oppressed? Oh, okay. Hold on. Not y'all hotline bling it. Every time my hotline bling. So me one I'm here, guys. So Gio, say hello to the podcast, actually. <laughs> oh my god, it's Gio Johnson. Celebrity Gio Johnson. Oh no. No, this is real, guys. Gio's here. Um, so right now, we Gio, Gio on is the weird, I couldn't long story, my laptop is doing crazy things, so I couldn't deny the call without it keep ringing on my laptop so i had to answer it and i forgot to put my phone on do not disturb so you're on this week's podcast brother um well you came in on the conversation actually about um how there's this post that's going around about um this white woman who said that the k-word is the is equivalent to the n-word for white women <laughs> oh girl <laughs> y'all I'm very flustered right now it's not every day that we have a celebrity on our podcast the K word Karen is something we made up in jest yeah. to white people using their privilege to try and um, alter the bad things that they've done in situations to make someone of color look like the aggressor or the villain and them look like the victim when usually it's something that they have started or something that they are provoking. So no, it is not the equivalent of the N-word. The N-word was something that was used to degrade us unprovoked and negatively um, based off of how you saw us and how you still see us in society. Mm. That part. And whether you see it publicly or behind closed doors, that word has more weight and more power to it than me calling you Karen. Why? Because Karen is somebody's actual name. Nobody walking this earth is named a nigga <laughs> or hard ER, as y'all love to throw out when you're upset or when someone does something that you don't find, you know, likable. I say Karen based off of the actions that you've done or that you've displayed when you go into your little manic episodes because you can't get your 15% discount at the Sizzler and you feel that you're old that even though your coupon expired last month. That's what makes you a Karen. What makes me a black man is that even through all the resilience and things that I've had to overcome from my past, 
and my ancestors have had to fight through and I'm still standing and I'm still successful and I'm still standing up here. That's why you can't call me a nigga, a nigger or anything other than my name because I don't, I don't exude those things. And we never did. You tried to put a stamp on us. You tried to put an identity on us. And now that we've reclaimed that y'all hate it even more. Mm. Which is why you're fighting so hard to overturn these different laws mm. and try to backtrack us in America because you see that you're losing your power and your privilege day by day. But here's the thing. You can't get rid of me, Karen. <laughs> Yo, Gio just brought some heat. Gio, I'm going to give you a call once we're done recording, okay, brother? Um yes. Make sure that you guys follow Gio on uh, his socials, Gio Johnson. And shout out to Gio. Um, brand new episode of the show, 61st Street. He did Woo-hoo! a great job. Um, he was in the prison system. You know what I'm Shanky saying? Niggas. <laughs> and he was a boss in there. He was bossing fish around and everything. So make sure y'all go and uh, check out the episode, 61st Street, um, AMC, um, also on the All Black app, I believe. Yes. So make sure sure you guys go support my brother. Gio, I'll give you a call. We're going to get back to the show. Bye, Gio. Bye, Portia. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Guys, you never know what could happen on the show. Let me go ahead and put my phone on Do Not Disturb, though. So actually, Gio really gave us what we need for the spicy take. What do you you think, Portia? Oh, I 100% agree. Gio said everything that needed to be said because uh, girl, bye. Even (laughs) Even white people use the term Karen. So you cannot say that that's a a rate. Well, you can't say that that's racist because even Mm -hmm. there's plenty of people that use that term. And that's not necessarily to say that just a white person can be a Karen. Anybody that's doing Karen-like behavior can be called a Karen. At least... When it comes to black people, we like to be equal opportunity employers. Everyone can get it. Everyone could get these hands. But unlike these Karens out here, they only want to target specific people, a.k.a. minorities. So black people, Latin people, Asian people. Well, nah, not Asian people so much. But um, they know. only did that. They only did that during the pandemic. Exactly. They were blaming them for uh for China. The, what did he call it? The Kung Flu. The Kung It came from China. <laughs> Sir, you can't even spell China, but it's okay. He's a Karen, too. No, yeah, he's men can be Karens. But no, I think, <laughs> I really think that, like, yeah, it just, this ain't that. Y'all aren't, like, just stop it. All right, go sit down somewhere and you know, embrace your privilege, but don't come to my doorstep talking about you're oppressed because you're not. Hello? Hello. And I don't know, maybe you should reclaim the name, Karen. <laughs> reclaim the name. I reclaim love it. the name. Ooh, we're being so spicy today. And I'm loving it. I'm here for it. Check it out. We're going to take a break, okay? And then we, when we come back off the break, we are going to get to... um you know, we're going to make it do what it do. You are listening to Conversations with the Culture. We will be back after this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to Conversations for the Culture. So we're about to get into some of these topics that we have for you today. First things first. Rest in peace, Dr. Phil. (laughs) The black Dr. Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have Mr. Steve Harvey. Uh, He... I saw, I was scrolling, scroll, scroll, scrolling. Oh, Lord. I was scrolling on Twitter one day and um, I saw a post from Mr. Steve Harvey talking about how he is going, him and his wife, Marjorie, 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 okay. They are going to spend 85% of their wealth before they die. So he said, I sat my kids down. He said, don't expect much when I'm gone because it's my money. And now I have a torn, I have a torn, I'm torn, Mm -hmm. I'm torn because at the end of the day, he's absolutely right. That is 100% his money, but you have amassed a conglomerate at this point. You have a talk show, you have a game show, you have a national-based radio show. You are a household name. You have amassed millions Mm -hmm. of dollars. And you're not... And for you to just say, hey, I'm going to break y'all off of like maybe 50,000 apiece. Do with that what you will. Or, the you know, my grandkids can go to college. Do with that what you will. You on your own. Why? Why? Why can't we leave that generational wealth for these kids? And I understand you don't want nobody to be spoiled brat or be a trust fund baby or just live off of what you did. But why not? Why not? Why can't they live off of what you did? White people do it all the time. For once, can we do some white people? When everybody talk about let's not do some white people shit, but for this for this one time, can we please do some white people things? Please, oh my god, please. That's no. one thing I want us to pick up. I agree. Um, I agree. Um, now what I will say is, and you know, I'm not a fan of Steve Harvey at all. I think he's a, you know, tap dancer. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> I think he's good at tap dancing. And if y'all know what I mean, y'all know what I mean. Think of that Daffy Duck meme, right? So <laughs> I disagree, but also agree with him in a certain extent. That might surprise you. Um, and I would have to know, I would have to get more context, right? Hear him talk about it more because I believe that he's already given his children different tools that they need. I'm pretty sure that he's already invested in their business. I'm pretty sure that he's already given them money and they're building it already now, right? 
So I think from what I'm seeing and from what I've seen, like I know his son is in fashion and I know he's helped out with that. I know he has an active role in um, Lori's life, of course, and helped her with her business. I feel like he's already given to them. Right. So I guess he feels that he's was self-made. So he wants them to understand because they're already privileged. Steve Harvey's kids are privileged as hell. Right. There's no de- there's no debating that. There's no denying that. So I think it's like you've already been set up for success just be, by being born into this family. So don't wait to get the bag until I die. Get the bag now. Right. They should be building their empire now. That's how I look at it. And like I said, I don't like Steve Harvey. I don't, I don't I'm not gonna say I don't like him because I don't know him, but I don't care for him much. Just especially be I, I kind of turned sour on him back when he had certain thoughts about um his jealousy of Bernie Mac, RIP to the legend, right? And I then also the hometown king, yeah, hometown king, and then also how he dealt with auntie auntie Monique, right? So I don't know. So it, it feels weird to be putting on my cape for Steve Harvey right now. <laughs> well, but... one of the main things was in that video, he was talking mm-hmm. about, I think Majorie, she said something about, well, you know, for the grandchildren. Okay, you don't want to do nothing for the kids. I get it. I get it. They're grown. Right. They're grown. Right. So, but the grandchildren. And he was like, okay, so we'll have something set, set aside for their college. But that's it. And he was like, "May he was like, maybe I'll have something for them when they turn twenty five. I don't know. A part of me only half believes him. Like a part of me only feels like he's a part of me feels like he's dead ass. Like he's one. I'm I'm serious. I'm not joking. And the other half of me is like, eh, I think I think you blowing a little bit of smoke. So you think like, he's, he's just making a a take for yeah. social media? Yeah. Like you, I, I feel like you blowing a little bit of smoke, but at the same time, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But hmm. listen, I just, you know, I want, we work so hard yes, to get to having generational wealth and mm-hmm. I get the pull yourself up and work like I did. I'm I'm all here for that. I'm all here for that. But why do we always have to work, man? Mm. I don't know. I don't know if that sounds lazy. I'm and that's not my intention. That's not how I'm trying to make it come out come across. But why do we gotta work all the time? I want a little bit of nepotism. I want a little bit of, you know, <laughs> I want a little bit of, I'm here because my daddy bought a building. Mm-hmm. I, I want a little bit of that. I'm, I don't know. I wouldn't mind giving my kids a little bit of that. Now I'm not going to go as far as uh, that whole college scandal where I'm scamming to get into a college because no, just get good grades. Get into college. Shout out to Aunt Becky. <laughs> um also i want to i'm just amazed at how karen is derogatory but becky isn't but anyway um no that's her real name and becky well that's not i know i know it is i know it is (laughs) you know how people use becky but anyway becky is something else that's sexual 
That's it started off sexual. Well, it started well, off sexual. said Becky with the good hair, but before that, Plaz said, "Give me that Becky." <laughs> I'm mad that you said it like that, but anyway, <laughs> I just yeah, you know that's how I see it. That's how I see it, and I could be completely wrong. Y'all can tell yeah. me in the comments if you think I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, yeah. I agree with you. We're on the same page. You know, we're not always, it looks like so far today we've been, oh no, we didn't. I was about to say, we've been on the same page for every topic, but that Dave Chappelle topic, we wasn't on the same page. Dang it. But uh, I'm I'm definitely on the same page with you. Um, yeah, I'm definitely on the same page with you. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like black people, we have to be more intentional with leaving behind legacy. Instead of leaving Correct. behind liabilities, because a lot of us leave behind liabilities, hospital bills, houses that we mortgages that we can that can't be paid for. And then it's like when we die, it's like, oh, damn it. My son died. Like, damn it, my dad died. Let me launch this GoFundMe now. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay like, no, nah, y'all, we got to like get into health insurance. Stop saying that. Like not health, life insurance, things like that. Stop saying that's for white people. Yo, listen. Get life insurance. My beautiful, my beautiful black brothers and sisters, get life insurance. Period. Please. If you don't have a life insurance on your child, I know a lot of people are like, why would I have life insurance on my child? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to have my child die. I'm not. Th that's not the point. That's not the point. Anything can happen. This world Anything. is nuts. Okay, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> it's nuts. Do something. Mm -hmm. Okay, do something because it is very difficult and traumatizing when. You don't have something for your family. It's very stressful. It's very stressful, and it makes the grieving process that 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 mm. much harder. So yeah, on 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 a real serious tip, y'all get life insurance. Have a plan. Have have a plan. There are so many people that leave things for. Or just write down, hey, I want you to have this, but it's not legally binding. So yes, power attorney will the white man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Power guys. attorneys and wills and health life insurance, all of that, y'all. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Please. All right. Well, that's a little to go to a little heavier topic. I mean, lighter topic after that. But no, that's important. And like black people, that's one of those things that we um I don't want to talk about death. I'm not trying to check out anytime soon. Like, I got you, but nobody, no man knows the day nor the hour. Hello? Hello. Hello. So nobody knows when your time is coming. So we got to just be proactive, y'all. We got to be proactive. So we are moving along, y'all. So this week. um, I'm excited. Well, I'm so excited. Check it out. One of my favorite times of the year is the Met Gala. Um, it's the first of May. Yes, and we had the Met Gala this week, and it was fab. 
That sounded so. That sounded so. It was not. Tell tell it what it is. It was a hot ass mess. No, it was bad. There was a lot of great looks. I mean, every year though, you say it was a hot ass mess, but every year there's always people who's like, that's not it. But then there's always people who come and um, deliver. And I don't know, like the people who I care about, they came, they, they saw, they conquered, they delivered. So let's get into some of the looks for the, so first of all, well, I'll talk about some of my faves, right? Um, I'll talk about the, the ladies who I feel understood the assignment, right? The women who really understood the assignment. So first of all, first of all, Please say who I think you're gonna say. Please say did you who see, I think. Keep, you're did say. you see? Did you see? Um. Uh. 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 Normani. I did see Normani. Eight. Eight. And came back for seconds. Mothers came back for seconds. She had that beautiful with the black dress with like the like almost like the church hat on. I said, "Yes, sis, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it well." So she was one of my favorites. Tiana Taylor and Winnie Harlow have this iconic photo of them together on the red carpet. They just looked amazing. Winnie never misses, right? Winnie never misses. Tiana Taylor is an icon. She's iconic. Oh, <laughs> um, who else did I love? I actually liked a lot of people. Um, okay, I'm 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 going women and men. Okay, Odell had a Odell Beckham Jr. Um, had a really dope outfit really dope outfit i was feeling it by a black designer let's touch on that real quick i'm gonna shout out the people who came and they wore black designers so shout out to the wonderful the beautiful lala lala anthony she wore um she wore a black designer right which we love um uh, we had ashton so yeah so lala wore laquan smith right she wore laquan smith ashton sanders the dude was that his fit was amazing. If y'all haven't seen it, go to his Instagram, y'all. Ashton Sanders on IG. Uh, he was in Casablanca, black owned. Chloe was wearing a designer by the name of Aria. Uh, that's Chloe Bailey and Chloe uh, Bailey eight. Eight left and crumbs. Yaya, you know, Yaya, 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 Abdul, my team. You know Yaha. Yaha. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> he, was, he was wearing uh, Tom Brown. So, like, shout out to them because a lot of times we see these um, events, whether it's the Oscars, whether it's the Grammys, the Emmys, and black folks don't be wearing black designers. They be in Givenchy. They be in Versace. They be in Gucci. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have an opportunity to put on for our people, you should be putting on for are people. That's my personal belief. If I'm ever invited to any of these type of things, guess what? I'm wearing black designer and I'm getting styled by a black stylist. Period. Period. I also think it's also good because it opens the door for black designers because I also feel like one of one of the ways these celebrities get into the Met is a designer has to invite them, correct? Yes. Yes, they have to either get personally invited or a, de a designer has to a invite designer them. or, yeah, or an invitation from Mrs. Um, Anna Wintour. Mrs. Wintour. 
because put yes. some respect on her name. I'm going to go ahead and tell you some of my favorites, two of my all-time favorites. You might not like one. Okay. But I'm just going to have to tell you. And this is going strictly off of theme. Okay. And what it was supposed to, what the, the theme, what it was really supposed to give. Because there were a lot of good looks, but a lot of the looks weren't given theme. It wasn't I mean, on never, theme. You look good, baby, but it's not on theme. Yeah. A lot of them never go by the theme. They just show up. <laughs> but it's supposed to go by theme, bro. It's supposed to I be agree. on theme. Okay. But so the very first one, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Um, Blake Lively. Blake Lively, y'all, she has me in a chokehold. That's one white she woman that like, has me in a chokehold. She's the white Rihanna when it comes to the Met Gala. You know, it, Rihanna's she, never missed. And Blake Lively, if you look at the history of her looks, never missed. She don't miss yep. the Serena Vanderwoosen. I was about to say, if you say Serena Williams. <laughs> no, Serena Vanderwoosen has had me in a chokehold since I was, I don't know, when did Gossip Girl come out? The the original one, because the new, the reboot is trash. But <clears throat> the, uh, listen, she's had me in a chokehold ever since then. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to root for this white woman as much as I do. But I really love her. And then she went She went and married Ryan Reynolds. And I said, this is the best looking white couple I've ever seen in mind. They come off as an unproblematic white couple, though. Exactly. Like I, That's just, why I like them. They come off like, okay, like you can't come to the cookout. Maybe not. But we'll come to your house for, you know, some cheese and wine. And, and jokes. And, <laughs> and jokes. jokes. And jokes. They got jokes for days. They got jokes for days, and I just maybe even eat a little brisket. They look like they make brisket. They they probably make a good brisket. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah. So Blake Lively, she ate, left no crumbs, dog. She just oh, she did that. But I think the person that killed it, theme wise, everything, Lizzo, my girl Lizzo, she did it. She did it. She did it for me. It's on theme. It's on brand. She came up in there with the flute, like, like the the corset. Like what? Like Like, (laughs) (laughs) the corset dress. The theme. It just it gave it gave gilded glamour. She was cute. Um, wasn't my no. Wasn't my favorite. Wasn't my favorite. Um. It was cute. Not it was cute. I just I feel like she did you see Kiki Lane? I did not. You gotta look up, you know Kiki Lane, right? Yeah. Um, she had this pink, this beautiful. I'm actually gonna send it to your uh Instagram right now. She had this beautiful, um, she had this beautiful pink dress, right? And then she had her afro out. So you know I lived for it. Uh oh, I did see this. Yes. I did see um, this. Did you see um you know who I wasn't living for though? Who? The Wades. You know what? I actually didn't see the Wades. Hold they on. looked like me... a hot mess. And I was like, and usually <laughs> they hit. Like usually the Wades are that couple. But 
they just weren't that couple this year. And it was just a disappointment. It was a disappointment. And you know, my so now when you talk about people who delivered, <laughs> shout out to Andrew Caldwell. When you talk about people <laughs> who delivered, um, my girl Scissor, you may not SZA, be able to understand what she's be singing, but she understood the assignment. She, she really did. Amazing. She looked amazing. She looked amazing. And she gave you, she gave you what's um uh what was that movie on Netflix? Bridgerton? No, 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 no. That's not um, a movie. <laughs> with the with the with the, the black western movie. Oh, um, the harder they fall. She gave she gave harder they fall realness. Yeah. Okay. She bruh. She looked fantastic. SZA, I've never seen SZA look that good. And girl looks good, but she right. she ate that. She ate that, for real. I'm looking at the best males dress, right? The best men. Um, some of my faves, though, were, um, and definitely, definitely, um, I said his name earlier, and it just, just passed me. Oh, Ashton Sanders definitely mm-hmm. was one of my favorites. Um, he killed... Um, but I loved, loved, loved Sean Mendez's look. I was gonna say that Sean Mendez looked really good. Yo, Shawn he Mendes ate. looked really good, even though you know he used to be with that racist, but you know, Sean oh, Mendes- he's not with her anymore. No, no, okay, that's she good. broke his little heart. That's Poor good. Thing. That means I can like him now. <laughs> She broke his heart. Who keeps inviting Gibeon to the uh, Met Gala? <laughs> Listen. I love his music, right? Awesome. But like, his He just look- came in a black suit and said, <laughs> here I am. Here I am. Right. I, am. I mean, he has some like, he has some sparkles and stuff like on this jacket and some rhinestones, but it was just, I don't know, he's always comes boring and I'm like, how you keep He gave coming? shimmer. It wasn't gilded and it wasn't glam. He just put a little shimmer in there. What do you think about dazzle, if you will? What do you think about the Count of uh, of Ohio, Kid Cudi? Did you see his look with the blue cape and the blue suit? In I mean, he he. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't my favorite. Now the fellas was wearing capes this year though, cause uh Gunna they came out with the capes. Gunna also wore a Tom Brown black owned right black black designer. Gunna uh he wore a cape and then he had like the Gunna is always going to push the envelope though, but I appreciate I appreciate that. Lenny Kravitz wore a cape, it's a sheer cape, but it was a cape. Lenny Kravitz also wore a bustier. Yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> he, had to, he had the he had the titties popped up. He had his titties out. <laughs> Yo, I'm mad though. They didn't let Kiki come this year. I was offended. Kiki Palmer. Um <laughs> they they did not want her on the red carpet this year, yo. After last year. Terrible. Rishi said, child, this they don't got no food here. This food is not good. <laughs> They said, yep, you can stay your ghetto, whatever. Anna said, her, no. <laughs> I think not. I think not. Now, I, think I would not. be remiss if we didn't bring it up. Don't do it. 
So I saw a picture that uh, that was posted, and immediately, immediately I said, "Once you go back, you start to crack." <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted this out, and it was a picture of Kim Kardashian and um, Skeet. <laughs> My voice cracked, and Skeet Davidson <laughs> <laughs> on the red carpet. Right? It was it was them on the red carpet, looking trash. And she looked so old. Now, we're going to talk about that in, in a minute, okay? Um, because I'm not an ageist. But she looks so old. And, then, you know, they always say, once you go back, you never go back. But then I said, well, once you go back, you start to crack. Because I had never seen her look this old. But then I found out why she looked that way. Why her face looked that, that way. So she came out and said that, because I didn't know this, right? So the dress that Kim wore was actually a dress from Maryland, the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore, right? Because mm -hmm. we have this, before I get into this, sorry guys, I got like ADD, so I be everywhere, right? So just bear with me. If you haven't noticed that by now, by listening to the podcast, well, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, black folks, y'all got to stop celebrating Marilyn Monroe, right? Every time I see a black, especially black women, when I see y'all like celebrating this woman, like she's the standard, it just makes me cringe. When we have Dorothy Dandridge out there who did it way better. Hello. Hello. We have people like Josephine Baker who did it way better. Hello. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, we have so many. Just when we have people like our producer would like to be added into the chat. Ugh, I mean, it's gonna be hard to. She knows when we have people like Diane Carroll who. Um, when we have people like, and you can't add her, can you? Uh, I don't think I can. No, yeah. When we have people like Diane Carroll who, um, did it way better. Hello, when we have people like even Eartha Kitt who did it way better. Hello, so when you talk about glamour, when you talk about all of those things, I feel like black women should be looking at some of these black women who did it way better. If you are in love with that time, fine. There's plenty of us who we can celebrate that's not Marilyn freaking white privileged Monroe. I never understood Marilyn Monroe, okay? I never understood it. But all I knew was happy birthday. That's it. Okay, so I wanted to enter the chat because oh, like I know a lot. I came in like a wrecking ball. Okay, What's no, because I actually know the history of Marilyn Monroe. Like, I, I love Dorothy Dandridge too, right? Actually, I'm wearing a Marilyn shirt today, so I, I think that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. Um, but actually, she was really an advocate during her time for Black people as well. That's actually very well documented. And she was tormented. It's true, Micah. It's true. And she was tormented by the industry and what they tried to make her, especially manipulating her body. So I felt that it was extremely disrespectful for Kim Kardashian to get to wear this dress because it's been a museum for all of these years. And um, yeah, I was pissed because they just came out with a documentary about her a more making another mockery of her um, and actually what her dream was. And so there are many times that she was kicked out of white clubs because she actually tried to get black people in, not just as talent, but to sit at her table. Um, yeah. And so when they said Kim Kardashian got to wear her dress, they also gave her a piece of her hair. 
don't know if you guys saw that video. But oh, I it's saw, like I didn't send it to you. I only sent it to Portia, huh? Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, and so part of it is still like this ownership of her body. And that's why some of other black people feel the way they do about her too, is because there was a lot of celebrities that were black during the age that said that she was being misused and abused like they were. Now I'm not saying she went through oppression like they did, but even her death, um, they killed her. And so like in documentaries, they parallel that to try and say like how they killed Whitney. Um, and so like Mm. for me, Marilyn, um, was like, they made her an iconic beauty through torture. Um, but a lot of things that she said were trying to speak to the actual beauty of the person and her real dream was just to be in movies but still she was constantly like fighting for this place for women to be beautiful so that's why she's important that's why I want to enter the chat Um, and it's really disrespectful that Kim wore her dress really disrespectful listen it didn't even fit her right Mm -hmm. we're gonna get to that so I'm gonna look up you know I'm gonna do some research on Marilyn Monroe you just educated Mm -hmm. me right you just educated me on something I didn't know about her I just always felt like when we have a Dorothy Dandridge out here like why is it like Marilyn Monroe is who people are striving to be when you can see it in us but okay now to talk about huh we love an ally yeah we love an ally as long as they're a real ally we love them we don't like y'all allies yes. who was allies because y'all wanted to uh, <laughs> sell a Black Lives Matter on your uh, something on your on, on your on your stores, but um, a lot of y'all did that during the George Floyd. But um, yeah, so Kim, right back to Kim and Skeet. So they were trying; they're trying to force us to believe that this is like Hollywood's it couple. No, and it's, it's weird. Um, but it's now really I will weird. say, Speed actually looked nice. He looked like he took a bath for a change. He looked like he um, showered. Yes, he looked like he didn't look dirty. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's a person. Listen, if it wasn't for the fact that he was dating Kim, I would tell y'all to leave Skeet alone. But this is hilarious. Why? Because you I personally like Pete Davidson. I I like Pete Davidson. I think he's really for cool. what reason? I just I, for one, I think he's really funny. I used to I think like he's him. really funny, and I think I think I've said this before, but I think the reason why he gets the women that he gets, Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, is one because he's funny, and two, I feel like there is underneath the scruff. There's a lot of charisma. I think he's very charismatic. Ariana he's not that funny to BDE. me for his Ariana look. Ariana said he had BDE. I mean, <laughs> he came out and said that's only half true. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, because he was just, I don't know. But <laughs> somebody is listening like BDE. They're going on Urban Dictionary now and trying to yes, figure out are. what that means. Listen. It's big, big energy, y'all. Um, <laughs> Okay, but look at his face when he's like, like that. He's not that funny. Like to he to be that uncute to me. Like there's funny funny that will make you more attractive, but he's not funny funny enough to be considered attractive. That's my point. Skeet's funny. Yes, he's funny, but he doesn't make him attractive. No, but but that's what I'm saying. I think I think he has like some sort of charisma. I think I could tell there's some sort of charisma that he has. I'm just like, there's 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 some there's something I don't know what that something is, 
Right. It could, but be, you the said B, something. It could be the BDE. <laughs> but there's it's something. It's something. It's something underlining that these women just be that they like going Pete for David. it. I, I don't guess. know. They be going for it. They be throwing it's it like, back. Like he it's showered like you, and Kim looked like she it's aged. Almost like a years. hybrid. Almost like he gives you just enough. He's like a white boy, but he's not like white boy, white boy. Like he mm. still kind of almost reminds you of like a light skinned black boy. So I think that's okay. We're not doing like, that because he's I know, definitely. I know we're not doing. I'm just mountain. saying that from I. That's what I would assume from a white woman's perspective. They're just like you oh, know, okay. you kind of remind me of a black boy. But like since I'm not dating black men anymore because I'm already famous, so I don't need them anymore. Ooh. I'm gonna date you. So with Skeet, well, not Skeet. We've, we said enough about Skeet. No, before we move on to this last point about Kim's dress, right? Because there's mm -hmm. one more point I want to get to. Um, do you see Skeet got a new tattoo on his neck with the initial <gasps> of all of Kanye? With the initials of, well, it has Kim's initial, but then all of the kids' initials. That's At this point, man, you a sign-up sheet. You had Ariana's name on you. You've had a whole bunch of ex-girlfriends' names on you. You a sign-up sheet. But the kids' and, names, Portia, that's crazy. Yeah, Do that's not get my children's mind. names tattooed on you. Like, yeah. after his, having North sit on his lap, it's inappropriate. Like, it's no, these are not your children. And y'all thought, I'm not going to say y'all, but because you know how black people get offended when we say y'all. Like, what you mean, y'all? But people were saying that Kanye was wrong. He was not wrong. These are his kids, man. These are his kids. You are not going to, if you want to get divorced, you want to break up, that's fine. But you're not going to erase this man from his children's life and try to in, try to copy and paste somebody else as the daddy. Courtney didn't even do that with Scott. Come on now. It's gross. It's disgusting. If I could use my clubhouse words real quick, it's harmful <laughs> and inherently violent. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, he's done for that. Um, speaking of Kim, one last thing about Kim, right? When she said that, so she, um, one, when she got the, in the video, she got this lock of the hair and she made a joke. It was a joke in jest, but I feel like it wasn't. And she made a comment about, oh, now I'm going to do some voodoo and clone and whatever it was speaking of having the lock of her hair and then talking about voodoo. Like that was really weird. And I really do think them women be casting spells to put these black men under these spells. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but that was very telling. I didn't say he was and get out, get out Listen, was about him. That came from it. Something, but actually um, something that I really liked, uh, I seen it on Hollywood unlocked the other day. Um, actress, Lily Reinhardt, who, also, I didn't see if she was there. I know Cole Sprouse, or was it Dylan Sprouse? Which is the one who does the Met Gala? Is that Cole or Dylan? I think it might be Cole, Cole. because Cole is... He's on, he's on, he's on um, Riverdale. Riverdale with Lily. Mm -hmm. All right, so Lily Reinhardt, for those of you who don't know, she plays Betty Cooper on, um, Riverdale. on um, Riverdale. She was with Cole Sprouse for a while. They used to come to the Met Gala together. She's another white girl who can do no wrong. Um, I don't know what her politic is. So, like, I might eat my words later, but I love her. And her look, she always just delivers, right? She always delivers. Um, she, though, is not happy with Kim Kardashian. 
having taken to her Instagram stories earlier this week to slam the reality star for glorifying the deal of starving yourself to fit into a dress, which was in reference to Kim saying she didn't eat carbs for a week in preparation for, um, you know, uh, for the Met Gala. Lily certainly wasn't amused by Kim's decision to share an unhealthy diet with the public. She took aim at the TV personality for giving the impression that starving to look good in a dress was not the message she should have sent to her impressionable fans. She said, to walk on a red carpet and do an interview where you say how starving you are because you haven't eaten carbs in the last month, dot, 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 all to fit in a effing dress, she wrote on her IG story. So wrong. So effing wrong on 100 on 100 of levels do you agree with lily or is lily because some people have said that lily is jealous and lily just wishes that she could look that good and i'm like do y'all not know so some of y'all who be commenting i call y'all the comment warriors have no idea what you're talking about because lily gets invited to the met gala every year because she's that girl so for y'all to be like she's jealous for what she'd be in the same space as Kim. One thing y'all not gonna Hello? do is come for Betty Cooper, okay? Hello? Y'all not gonna come for Betty Cooper, okay? Because y'all don't know Betty Cooper, Betty Cooper will eat you up. Betty Cooper will eat you up. First of all, you can't look like Kim Kardashian without surgery. Her sisters prove Facts. that. Um, you Jesus. can't look like Kim Kardashian without fake tanning unless you are a black woman, a light-skinned black woman or a racially ambiguous woman. You, no one can look like Kim Kardashian because Kim Kardashian has molded herself to look like Kim Kardashian. Truth. So I the fact that people are trying to say that Lily wants to be like him. I hate that I even have to say this on this podcast because after we just have what we opened with, leave this white girl alone. Leave this white woman alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave her alone, man. Leave her alone. Um, leave her alone. I, yeah, I think Lily, like, I don't think Lily's jealous. I think that she's making a statement that is everything everybody does in the industry, right? This isn't the first time Kim said that. Kim talks about starving herself all the time. Her and her sisters do that all the time. So um, their fans are actually known to do that, just like when Kylie did the lip thing, right? They went around sucking their lips into little bottles and stuff. Like, they're going to do whatever to take the look, um, to get the look. There are people that get the surgeries that Kim has listed that she gets. But I think Lily's point is, hey, we don't have to make this any worse for people out there who are like, oh, I'm going to starve myself for 16 days for 16 pounds to fit into a dress or do this. And I think her point is valid, but this is a problem with the Kardashians in general. They talk about constantly that they want to look good so they're going to lose weight or they're going to intermittent fast or they're going to work out hard and be vegan for this while to get to this point. And then they're like, oh, my God, I still binge this food. And Lily's like, that's just not healthy. But she's not jealous. She don't need to be jealous. Like, no, I just don't want people to harm themselves. And I think that's a valid thing, too. Um, Even for some of, like, the young ladies that listen to this podcast to know that you don't have to starve yourself to get into a dress. Absolutely not. You don't. You know, just show up how you is. You know what I'm saying? 
curve and all. Hello? That's right. Hello? But one last take on the Met Gala, right? One last take on the Met Gala. Excuse me, on the Met Gala. Cynthia Revo girl, I don't know what she was doing. It was like, can I say this? Oh, no. Say it, say it. She say looked it. like she got in the she, she looked like Harriet Tubman got in the DeLorean and showed up in 2022. Did you see her look? That head wrap, like she, she, Cynthia. <laughs> go if you guys haven't looked at it, just go type in Cynthia Revo Matt Gallagher 2022. The dress didn't match the head wrap. I don't know what she was going for, but it didn't work. And yeah, you like no, you you played that role, so let's move on, sis. You played that role, let's move on. Any last thoughts about the Met Gala before we go to break, <laughs> Portia? It is. It's already been a. Um, it would be an honor and a privilege to attend the Met Gala. It would one be. one day. Let's so, Miss Wintour, if you ever listen to this podcast. I would be deeply honored to be invited, to be in the number. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we had fun in this segment. We're going to take a break. You know, we're going to go pay the bills. We got to keep the lights on. And then we will be back with two of our main topics for today. It's going to get a little heavy around here, but we're going to navigate it well. You're listening to the Conversations for the Culture. We will What's up, Culture Hollicks? It's your girl, Portia, and we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, and let's get back to the show. All right, we are back. And I just want to say, um, Lizzie, I almost called you Lily. <laughs> I want to say, Lizzie, oh, no. I'm loving this blue bob. <laughs> Thank it's, you. You know, yeah, got to switch it up. It's giving good girl gone bad meets. Um, what's that one girl who used to do the blue hair colors? Um, uh, 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 um. Oh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah, it's good girl on bad Rihanna, Katy Perry, like the whole Bob thing is you got it going on. Okay. You got they it were, going they on. are best friends. They Shout are Katy Perry. They were best they friends. Were. They Shout were. Shout out to Katy Perry. She looked pretty good on the red carpet as well. But um yeah, we did. have so in the midst, so we were talking about the Met Gala, and as the Met Gala was going on, like so I'm sitting here tweeting about the Met Gala, and then I start seeing something like and people are like, it's funny that you guys are um <laughs> you guys are celebrating these celebrities and these expensive outfits that don't matter when our rights are literally being taken away and at first i was like what the heck's happening like somebody just you know one of the you know there's there's people on social media who don't know how to have any type of fun it's always got to be about the revolution 24 7 i'm all about the revolution but sometimes we need a damn break from the revolution because it's tired but when i started looking at it i said oh no, this is really serious. <laughs> this is like super serious. And so what happened was a draft, I guess a drafted document got released. It got leaked. 
and the Supreme Court has voted to strike down the landmark Roe versus Wade decision. Um, Crazy. So it was linked to political, and it would pretty much overturn the 1973 decision, which guaranteed federal constitutional protections of abortion rights and a subsequent 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, that largely maintained the right. It said Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Okay, so I am not the best with understanding this. So I'm have I have both you and Lizzie here uh, to have this conversation because one, I don't think men should be having a conversation about women's reproductive rights. With hello, <laughs> so I I, I so I want to navigate this well. Um, also. This isn't a conversation that I wanted to run from because I think it would be kind of weird, especially what we stand for here, if like we just talked about celebrity news and didn't talk about this, right? So I do want to have this conversation. So first of all, if this happens, and then there's other conversations that we need to talk about, right? And because if this happens, and Joe Biden just talked about something as well, and we'll get to that, but if this happens, it sets a very bad precedence for other things to be um, overturned, I guess, right? Other cases to be overturned. This is why... Who was that? Why do people keep calling me? Hold on, that was Blake. Hold on. The people, mm -hmm. hold on. We're going to edit this out. <laughs> hey, Blake, I will call you after i'm recording the podcast right now so i will call you we're live but i'm hey, gonna blake. call you hey blake, <laughs> I Hi, blake. <laughs> um why did it ring on my computer because you have to turn off do not disturb you have to turn off the notifications on your computer because like when your phone is open okay yeah. all right here we go um <laughs> all right so one thing that joe biden said y'all's uncle um, he was talking about how Who's this is set a precedent for other decisions to be overturned. So my question for you, I don't understand. So does this mean, so when it's overturned, does this mean women can't have abortions? Am I reading In this some wrong? State. Yes. Yes. So certain states, abortion will be outlawed is what I'm understanding. Yes. So what you're saying is the Republican states most likely are yes. going to be outlawed. And some blue states that align as well. But the state wow. can fight back. So like California, our governor, he already released a statement saying that they're writing into California law that what they would overturn would not affect us in California at all. I think it's the same thing in Illinois as well, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, I know... Um, our governor, um, J.B. Pritzker, said that nothing's changing here. Mm -hmm. So, as women, and this is a conversation that, okay, so, because we, when we have this conversation, one of the main things is a lot of people say, well, it's against the Bible, right? There's a um, lot of things that are against the Bible that people do. And I know we're all God-fearing people on this uh, on this podcast, so we can have this conversation. And there's different type of... Oof, I think that's an episode in itself. It is. <laughs> that's an episode in itself because there's like your Kirk Cameron Christians who are 
like there, I have no, you know, it's good to be, I love that he's sold out for his faith, right? I can respect that. But sometimes in that sell, 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 being sold out for their faith, they do and say questionable things, right? So Policing other people's lifestyles as well. Yeah. So one thing that he does is he has this thing going on right now, um, a document, a new film coming out where he's attacking the school system, right? And the public school systems. And he wants everybody to homeschool their kids because they, because the souls of our children matter, right? The souls of our children matter. And they're being taught things in school that doesn't align with their, with their souls being healthy. And basically he, without saying it, what is he talking about? <laughs> two things critical race theory letting people know white privilege is real letting people know that black and brown bodies have been um <laughs> you know have, we we've faced a lot of trauma and a lot of discrimination a lot of persecution over the years and then the other thing is obviously lgbtq rights um so i feel like a lot of people who are behind this new decision are the same people who want critical race theory out of schools and the same people who um, are for like the don't say gay bill and all of these things, right? I could be wrong, but I feel like it's the same Truth. group. Okay, it's the same 100%. group. Mm-hmm. And it they hide their Christianity. So how do you all navigate the conversation of abortion and your faith? Because I know what the Bible says, right? But mm-hmm. how do y'all navigate that? Well, I... I talk about free will choice. So Mm -hmm. the great thing about following Jesus and the Godhead in three is that God never wanted to force us to worship him or to do his will. It is a choice. And so we've been given that free will choice for us to be able to make those decisions in our humanity as well. Um, I think what people often talk about with me is like, how can you support this when it would be, you know, they're just saying it's murder or it's genocide of a generation. But a lot of times I bring up the fact that we still have a choice of what to do with our bodies. And there are situations where um, a pregnancy needs to be terminated early for the woman to live, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a terminally ill disease or there's a complication and this would overturn that right as well. So not only would you have a baby being born, but you would have a mother being lost. Um, If there is a father involved, then he's left with the death of the woman he loves and trying to take care of a child that would be ill as well. Right. We have um, rape situations where I have known people that have been in that situation and sometimes they don't get better after they don't love that they had this child. So there are so many Um, situations that this applies to. And I would never want to force somebody to make a choice that I would make because God doesn't force me to make choices. He gives Mm. me guidelines and he speaks to me about what he thinks is best for my life, but I'm not in control or rule of anybody else's body or choice. So that's how I explain it in my faith. That was beautiful. Um, um, yeah, man. Um, using some clubhouse lingo to piggyback off of. Yes, we don't like, say that anymore, though. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, well, I know it's been a while since you've been on. That yeah, was last season, I was about to say y'all. Y'all seen how long it's been since <laughs> I've been on clubhouse. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but just continuing on with what Lizzie said, it's 
it's it's really difficult to I don't know to to just speak about in general just for the simple fact of people like to base it under it's a sin correct mm -hmm. and which it is it very much is it very much is however in humanity in Christianity in general we have somehow created this false narrative that some sins are bigger than others Ooh. when in actuality sin is sin Shut and up. sin is one it doesn't matter if you kill someone and it doesn't matter if you lie in God's eyes you committed a sin and it doesn't matter and you have to ask for forgiveness you need to rebuke you need to do all these things but in our eyes we're just like no 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 that's not the same you can't you can't compare the two mm -hmm. when both are both both are wrong mm -hmm. so i've had friends who have had situations where listen they don't they don't really have, they don't have, I mean, they do have a choice, but here's the thing that it comes down to. People are like, well, you just, you just don't care. Or maybe they care too much. How is that child going to eat every day? Do they have a stable job? Where, where is that? Do they have a place to put a roof over their head? Everybody wants somebody to have a child, but then who's going to take care of that child? Who is going to help? that child then it's oh you shouldn't have opened your legs oh lord say that talk about that that's so I, gross but it's and that's just that's the way I see it mm -hmm. and I'm a firm believer of never say never ever mm. ever yes. ever ever never say never you can never say that oh, I will never do that. I would never be in that situation because, honey, you will learn real quick, really quick, how you can easily be that never, how Ooh. you can easily be in that situation. It doesn't take much. Sure don't. So, yeah, man, it's just a scary thing. And then, one of the basis of Roe versus Wade in general is privacy. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of the main basis of the law in general. It's just the right to privacy. Right. So why the fact that our rights as a woman to privacy is being put into question or is being taken away and they're just like, oh, well, you know, it's just, it's just not right. So we're, so we're going to make it a law and you shouldn't do it. But I saw, I actually saw a post that someone put on Instagram and they said, abortion isn't being banned for everyone because she, because best believe if a politician's wife or daughter mm. or mistress Woo! <laughs> Once again, abortion. 
they're going to get an abortion. This is, this is for poverty-stricken women. This right. is for poverty-stricken families. This is for women, specifically Black women in the medical field, because we already know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Right. For someone to say, hey, you got to make a choice. You got to make a choice. So you want this kid to be brought into the world and possibly not have a mother? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mighty God. So we're going back to the 1800s. Mighty God. It's, I don't know, man. I think it goes this back also, to, go. Sorry. This also covers a section Yo, of um, disabled. So Is that just oh, big? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, I can't hear it. No, is that me? Who just is that just me, Portia? No, it's big mic energy over here. We love <laughs> it's like it. huge mic, and energy. I totally like whispering too. That's funny. It's better now. Like no, it's better now. When you first came in, you was like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dad, that's a big mic. Y'all right. leave Lizzie alone. No, leave her I'm and her big bothered. mic energy alone. No, I'm not bothered. I'm just thinking of. How it's going to sound for the How listener. it's going to sound later, yeah. Yeah, headphones, and then it goes from... Yeah, I'll bring your headphones down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, that, but... No, so this also covers a section of impoverished women um, with disabled uh, mm. fetuses, right? Um, Nobody mm. talks about that. And so I do have a few people that I've known that have um, did the screening, and then they found out that their child was Down syndrome. Um, There's actually a privacy within Wade versus Roe that covers that so that that doesn't have to be reported. If this is to be overturned, then it will be reported. And then there can also be people that will call and, um, you know, do a counseling session with you to move forward whichever way that the hospital feels best. So this is dangerous because people are making a decision based on what clinical doctors are saying versus this is my child and I want to keep it or this is my child and I don't think that I can keep it. And um, that privacy that Portia's talking about also allows them to record how many appointments you're getting regarding your vagina as a woman and your uterus and what those decisions are being made off of and also to do data on black women specifically within this area. So it's layered in there. It's not just about the actual abortion. It's about having privacy over your private areas, (laughs) like, and they can affect it drastically. Listen, yeah. I don't need nobody up in my vagina, okay? Unless you, unless I invite I don't you, don't need nobody You're up in welcome. my vagina, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is it's going to set a dangerous precedent. That's why I always tell people, y'all got to vote. Y'all got to vote for more than just the president of the United States, right? Y'all got to vote for these judges. Y'all got to vote for your local elections and like actually care so the same way that like and i believe black people aren't a monolith right so i i we just went in talking about i love fashion so we just went in talking about the met gala but i also study like who's running right who's running in my who's running for alderman who's running for um city council who's running for the school board who's running for the district judges all of that stuff matters right so we have to start paying attention to these things because if we don't, we find ourselves in these positions. Because now what you see is, and I, I'm not somebody who's doom and gloom, right? But I'm going to just keep a buck with you. If the election was to happen today, Joe Biden would probably lose. 
wholeheartedly. Keeping it 100. Absolutely. So then we have Donald Trump. There's a lot of people again, upset with right? him right now. And then yeah. it's like, okay, so what else is going to happen? Because he already got his people in there, and especially at the Supreme Court, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he got his people in there. Um, their agenda is being pushed forward, even though Biden's the president. And what what could happen next? Because if you're paying attention down in Florida and down in Georgia, so what? Um, what um, Governor News? No, not Newsom. Um, governor, who's the governor down in Atlanta? Could you look that up? I, I keep his name is 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 slipping me i know desantis is the governor down in florida um but if you look at the things that they're kemp. doing yeah. kemp. brian kemp yeah. kemp so kemp mm-hmm. and um 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 desantis what they're doing they're attacking voter rights so they're doing a lot of redistricting and restructuring with that they're attacking voter rights and it's affecting mm-hmm. black and brown communities. They're attacking. So what they're doing, they're setting them. If you really pay attention, there's, and those are battleground states. Okay. Georgia, Florida, both. They're setting themselves up for the next election. And I think governor DeSantis is definitely setting himself up for a political run. He may be, if Trump is running, which it looks like, um, because Trump's not going to go with Pence again. Um, no. Trump is probably going to pick governor DeSantis as his, I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not a I'm not a prophet of the Lord, but I'm telling you that's who his pick is, and it just is if you watch what's happening. So they're attacking voter rights, they're attacking LGBTQ rights, and then they're attracted attacking women's reproductive rights. So you can start seeing things like "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" in the military be overturned, right? And now you're mm-hmm. kicked out of the military for being gay. All of these things that we've seen and that we've made advancements that certain parts of the Christian community say are our nation turning further away from God, um, we're going to start seeing these things reversed and overturned. I'm telling you what I know. Yeah. And it's just a scary place to be because when is it? when does it stop? When does it stop? Are we going to go back to drinking from separate water fountains? Which at this point, I don't know if that would be such a bad thing. Um, <laughs> I know that's I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I always remember, and I didn't get it until I I hit my thirties and really started seeing. Like when I got, I didn't get this, but my dad used to say this. He said that <laughs> segregation, no desegregation, was the worst thing that could have happened to the black community. And I was like, wait, what? 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 Because we fought for equality and not equity mm. because before we owned stuff, right? Yeah. We owned everything. And then we got invited to the table. So we got invited to the table, but there was no food for us at the table. Mm. So mm. we were just at the table without a plate, but mm. Hey, they let us in. They let us in the door. We've arrived. I feel like, I don't know. And, I've always had this thought. Um, now I could be completely wrong because I've read about this somewhere, but I didn't read fully into it, so I could be missing some very key points. But um, somewhere when they were talking about emancipation, and I mm-hmm. believe this was Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. he went to some of the black leaders 
that they did have back then, if, if you could believe that they had black leaders back then. And they were just like, hey, look, black people, we gonna free you from slavery, all that other stuff. Um, this is what we gonna do. We don't want you here no more. So we're not gonna send you back to Africa, but we're gonna send you, we're gonna give you your own colony. We're, we're, we're gonna give you a little air. We're gonna give you a little colony. All the black mm -hmm. people go there, mind your business, we'll mind ours. Deal, deal. Mm -hmm. And the black people said, no. No, because we we've been here. We helped you build this. Right. We gonna stay. And now I'm sitting here. It's like we should have took our own colony, dog. I'm just saying we should we should have <laughs> took it. Yeah. We should have took our own colony. I don't know. Was well, it a real seat at the table if your seat is controlled? And I Ooh. think that's what mm. people don't think about is that mm. everything that we're talking about, even from the start of the pandemic, we have been controlled. And we are being experimented on to see how far they can push it. And I'm going to say that today, Micah says he's not a prophet of the Lord. I actually am. And I feel like <laughs> we're not having responsibility um, for like my black father sat me down and taught me how to vote responsibly, mm -hmm. not telling me which way to vote, but how to look up issues, how to read ballots, how to properly do it. And we think because we're invited to the party, like what they're doing with voter rights is making it impossible for people to get to a poll polling line. Um, in Georgia, they also made this thing where you can't eat in line, where no, like it's notorious for it to be hours for you to vote. So someone could stand in line for eight hours and they'll be, they could be kicked out of the line for having a snack or for having someone bring their water. They're saying mm -hmm. that that's pushing polling to vote mm -hmm. for certain people. Right. And so when you do un reasonable harsh conditions then you have to have a passion but our generation doesn't always have a passion because we think we have a seat at the table no your seat is controlled because you don't own anything unless you have a certain amount of wealth in this country and even with that as a black person you still do not have as much power and so we're not playing chess we're playing checkers still and these hot button issues especially when it comes to i'm going to speak directly to christian listeners this country was not founded on Christianity. Uh -oh. Like it was the, the founding fathers said they believed to be Christians or they were pagan Christians. But there are nations that literally say like, we are a nation de um, devoted to Islam. We are a nation devoted to Buddhist. Like they have their belief system. America is supposed to be the land of the free where anybody can believe what they want to believe. So you're trying to police other people's rights and say that they're wrong for the way they live their lifestyle. And that's the war that we've been in. But you're being controlled anyway. So that's just my spicy take on it. See, well, this is a conversation that we're going to table for now. Um, but it's definitely going to be one that we come back to because I feel like it's ongoing. Thank you for joining us today, Lizzie. Um, Thank you. Know, you. You, you, know, you went far above and beyond our uh producer duties uh we about to tuck you back in into the producing role <laughs> real quick not putting the back in the corner now Hold then, yes, um, put me back in the corner nobody puts then, baby in the corner <laughs> and then we're going to go to this last uh topic okay all right so speaking of the last topic this is some tragic news all right this is some tragic news um and i hate that we have to talk about it but i think it's I think it's very telling that we're having this conversation a week after us doing the protect black women 
crazy. Um, and this is so when I say protect black women, and when I call out people like Tory Lanez, it's because the the behavior that they display are gateways to something bigger and the gateway to like what we're about to talk to right now. So there was Wait. a mother killed right. after helping her friend escape an abusive relationship. Uh, a Wisconsin mother of six was fatally shot after she attempted to help her friend who was dealing with an abusive relationship. Police report Brittany Booker, 30, was found unresponsive in her vehicle after she attempted to help a friend who was dealing with an abusive relationship. She suffered several she suffered several injuries, uh, which included a gunshot wound to the head on April 24th. First of all, our thoughts and prayer goes out to her entire family and most of all, her six children. She has six kids now that are left without a mother um, whose lives forever changed. So we definitely want to keep them in our thoughts and our prayers. Um, the man who did it um, is Terry L. Jackson, 42 years old. Uh, he's still on the loose as time of recording. He's considered uh, armed and dangerous. He also has ties to Chicago. Uh, this happened in Racine, Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, this is a very uh, sad story. Also, um, there was three women. <laughs> so yeah, there was three women also arrested and they're all facing charges for helping Terry. Um, it, yeah, for helping him. Um Basically, they were aiding and abetting him, letting this trash man with trash character stay in their house. So, Portia, what are your thoughts on this? Listen, it's a scary situation. It's mm -hmm. a scary situation because what... And the crazy thing is, Micah brought this topic up... Um, to me and Lizzie before we started recording and me and Lizzie e equally both thought that it was a situation that happened here in Chicago. And we were like, Oh, you're talking about the situation that happened in Chicago. And he was like, no, what happened in Chicago? So the fact that the same thing <laughs> happened in two different cities, mm -hmm. the same exact thing is a scary thing. And then you talk about, this man didn't do anything to this. Or when you talk about Tory Lanez, he say, oh, he didn't do anything. He didn't hurt anyone or she's not dead or blah, 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 blah. That's harmful. That's harmful mm -hmm. because maybe he didn't harm that girl or may, may, maybe there's this very time. Big maybe, but no, he shot that girl. And the fact that Megan is still alive to tell people about it is a blessing in mm -hmm. itself. But there are multiple women that are not Megan the Stallion that yeah. are dead because a man didn't get his way. Mm. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? I just want to understand what, what is going to make it. What are you going? What is it going to take for you to right. understand? Does it have to be your mother? Does it have to be your daughter? Does it have to be your sister? Because I, I don't know what else is truly going to make you understand how bad this is. And how when we say protect black women, this is exactly what we mean. 
kids are leave kids are growing up without their mothers. Mm. Six kids right now, just from this story alone. That's six lives forever changed. Forever changed. Why? Over something stupid. Here in Chicago, somebody caught their friend's boyfriend cheating. And now she is dead. Mm. She is dead. Just because she was like, hey, what are you doing? And the girl pulled and the girlfriend that's getting cheated on shows up and the guy shoots the friend. Mm. What? What? Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all and that's why. And that's why, why for me, it's protect black women at all costs, right? That's why I go so hard. And, you know, people have been calling me a simp. Um, people are like, oh, like, it's not everything. And that's cool. It's whatever, right? Um, you won't say that. Sh- <laughs> you won't say that to my face. But it is what it is because at the end of the day, this is the stuff that's actually happening. So anything that I'm very passionate about and that I speak out about a long time, a, a lot, um, is something because I've seen it either firsthand or I've seen it and I've seen it with somebody who I'm in direct community with. So it's always going to be protect black women. Do I still say protect black men? Yes. But my protect black men isn't, I don't say that in to counter when women are not being <laughs> protected, right? It's not the same exact thing. Um, and at the end of the day, a lot of women are out here in these abusive relationships. And I understand it's like, oh, well, then she should just leave, blah, 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 blah. But it's one, it's not always that easy for them to just leave. But at the end of the day, this guy, there's a lot of people like this. And it might start off with emotional abuse, right? Mental abuse, and then goes to physical. And then that physical abuse can end up in death. And it just it's disturbing. Um, does this deter you though? From because you know a lot of people don't stand up. I've heard people say, Well, I don't protect other people. If I see something, I don't do this A, B, and C because of issues like this. Does this deter you from wanting to protect your people or stand up for your people? Because it's it's I won't lie, it's scary. It's it's definitely a scary situation. I think even when I can't really speak on the situation that happened in the other city, but I will speak on the one that happened here. Uh-huh. I will say I'm not, I'm not going to keep quiet because that's, that's my best friend or that's my friend. So uh, hello, excuse me. What do you mean? So right. I think I will just go about it a different way. I would definitely go about it a different way. I'd be like, Hey, I saw so-and-so here Mm -hmm. with such and such. If I can get proof, if I can get a picture of them without being seen, then, Mm -hmm. which I can, because I'm a private investigator like that, but. (laughs) I might put you on a case. I Listen, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. Um. But yeah, so I'll be, you know, I'll be like, hey, this is what it is. You can do with that information what you will. Because women, we got, y'all, y'all, we want, we want so hard to believe that the man can change. I call it the Jody effect. Mm. Women 
want the Jody effect so bad, mm-hmm. myself included. We want to change somebody so bad. We want we want to be able to say that hey, we got through it and we changed this man. Don't change him. Don't change him. And I, a part of me really hopes that this girl is not still with this man that mm. killed her friend. Yeah, I would hope but not. But a, a part of me, a part of me is a little like, I don't know. Are you still with him? Are you hiding him right now? Listen. Trying to protect a black man. Listen, the psalmist said, and you can't raise a man. <laughs> Shout out to Kate Michelle. Okay. No, but I agree. Um, this is just a sad story all around. And as always, this is why I'm always gonna say protect black women. Um, yeah, it's it's I don't I I have no other words other than this is this something gotta stop. Men, you need to learn like if a woman doesn't want to be with you, then leave it at that. Like, go, leave, go find somebody else. Go some find somebody else's life to ruin, right? <laughs> because that's what y'all do. <laughs> Some of y'all do. So it's like, if she don't want to be with you, she don't want to be with you, period. Like, that's it. It don't mean you beat her. That don't mean you force her to stay with you. That don't mean that you pull up. If you leave me, I'm going to commit suicide because a lot of y'all do that. That Hello? happened to me before. It's disgusting. It's manipulation. It's like at the end, and this is another reason why I say black men go take. Listen, I have to tap the mic real quick. Okay, tap the mic. Check it out. Public service announcement. Okay, this is from Micah, right? Michael Lawrence Butler, first of his name. Period. Black men take your asses to therapy. Hello. I'm so so serious. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. It's important. And a lot of y'all have anger and aggression and abandonment issues and rejection issues and all these emotional issues because when you were a child, you didn't know how to process your emotions. We've talked about this plenty of times because you were told, don't be crying. That shit is gay. Excuse my language. I usually don't drop the S-bomb, but I just felt it was <laughs> it was needed right there, right? Um and now you've grown up into underdeveloped men, right? Underdeveloped men because you were never allowed to process real emotions. But the only emotions that were embraced was, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, anger and aggression. And it because we said, what? Boys will be what? Boys will be boys, right? Yo, you need to unpack all of that, y'all. We need to unpack all of that so you could be healthy. So then when you get rejected, your response isn't to want to force them to stay. It's okay. Hey, this didn't work out. So let me go my way and let you go your way. Like y'all are not only ruining your lives when you go ahead and you just beating on these women or, you know, killing these women, but you're also affecting the lives. Cause she had a, she had, a, she probably had, you know, a father, a mother. She had a grandmother. She had sisters, brothers. She had children. She was a she was an aunt. She was like all of these things. And now you've stripped and forever changed and ruined somebody else's life. So now them kids 
are going to grow up without a mother. I don't know what their father's situation is like, right? And now they now they have all of these issues that they're going to go into their life. And now if they're not um, in therapy, if they're not around the right people to make sure that they can navigate through life well without their mother, then guess what? Now they're going to be messed up. And it's a vicious cycle. And this is not the way we break cycles. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And it's just, man, it's crazy that I even have to say this, but can we go back to if a girl tells you no, you ju- all you do is say you ugly anyway? I would <laughs> rather go back to that. Right. I would rather go back to you being like, you ugly anyway. I didn't even want to talk. Good. If that means I get to keep my life. Whew. If that if that means I get to keep my life just because I said, no, I don't want to give you my number. Or no, I don't want you to pump my gas for me. Or no, I don't want you to walk me to my car. Or no, I don't want you. I No, I can't have friends. What? No, no. No, no. I think that's the word of the week. No. That's the word of the week. When someone tells you no, that just means no. Whether that's sex, whether that's you asking them out on a date, whether it's whatever. When someone says no, leave it at that. Leave them alone. I also want to point out that just because we talk a lot about men, some girls can be goofies on here too. I'm oh. not I'm not lost on that. I did see a post somewhere Amber Heard. Men are not yeah, Amber Heard. Um <laughs> she was like men aren't persistent anymore. Like if you just tell them no, they just walk away. Like what do you mean? What you mean? No. Like girl, don't do not put that on the internet. No. What is wrong with yes, you? Listen. Listen, I reposted that and I was like, I don't know about Shorty, but no means no in my book. Facts. Listen, no I'm very, I'm extra no. careful. Hello. I'm I I'm no, extra I mean what I say, unless I'm talking about food. If I say no, I'm not hungry, that's a lie. That is 100 percent a lie. But if I say anything else and I say no, that's what that means. It means no. That's what that means. That's what that means. I just, yep. I, I don't know. No means no, y'all. Welcome, darling. No, women. No means no. No nope. means no. <sighs> Well, Culture Holics, we've come to that point where we're going to wrap things up. Um, today was a really good episode, if you ask me. I think um, all our episodes are good. I do. I do think. So now, y'all, um, this was supposed to be episode 25, but obviously it's 24 because something happened this week that I wasn't able to record because my... Listen, the fact that y'all are even getting this today speaks to how much we love you and I make it work. That's one thing that I'm always going to do is I'm going to make it work. A lot of y'all, and I guess this is the benediction... This is the benediction, okay? But a lot of y'all, anytime that you feel adversity, anytime that you feel something not going right, anytime that you feel like, oh my God, my plan has changed, then you quit. You you forget. 
You forget what you were supposed to be doing. I know that I have a gift of conversation. I, I know that I'm able to have thought-provoking conversations that matter and do it in a way that we talk about very uncomfortable situations, right? But we do it in a way that is palatable and people want to actually engage in those conversations. And I know that what we're doing in these conversations that we're having is making a change. That's what Kings Arise Clothing Go to the, uh, the website now, www.kingsariseclothing.com. Grab your um, gear, okay? Grab your gear. Um, that's why it's so, that's how it started. It started because we made clothes that we clothes that speak. So this podcast is just an extension of that. So you're going to even start seeing this content everywhere. It might be on the Kings Arise page one day. It might be on the Combos for the Culture page, whatever, whatever, because this is an extension of the clothing line. That's how it started. I said that all to say, I know what my purpose is, right? So when you know your purpose, whenever a situation comes along that's a little bit uncomfortable, it's not going to deter you from actually walking in that purpose. A lot of you start businesses, you start things, and as soon as it gets hard, I, I quit, right? On um, January, you had a clothing line. You didn't make $10,000 in your first month. And now in March, you're not doing a clothing line anymore. And now you're a makeup influencer. And then the next month, you're doing something else. Listen, the seeds that you're planting today might not harvest until four or five years from now. But though you're not going to be able to able to reap that harvest until you actually show up and you do the work. And the work sometimes is hard. The work sometimes is difficult. The work sometimes is going to be not what you want to do. I could easily say, hey, my laptop is effing up, this, that, and the other. My trackpad, my mouse won't even work. I, we're just not doing the podcast anymore, right? And there was a point where I said, F it, we're not, I said, hey, we're not getting a podcast this week. But I figured it out and I made it work. And I need you all listening to this right now. I need you to make it work. I don't know what your what is. If you've been writing that book for five years and it's not out yet, you need to make it work and you need to get it out there. If you've been thinking about going back to school, but you keep saying, I'm not too, I'm, I'm too old. No, take your ass back to school. Okay. Get up and work. If <laughs> I sound like Kim now, um, if whatever it is, I don't know what it is. If you've been starting and a lot of you guys have been starting and stopping all year long, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. Woo, I'm, I'm walking down somebody's lane right now. <laughs> you have been you starting down mine. <laughs> I know. And I didn't you even talking about me. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, that wasn't intentional, but no, you've been starting and stopping and there's a gift, right? Your gift will make room for you. It says that somewhere in the good book. You know, I don't know all the scriptures, but I know that it's talking about your gift will make it somewhere. <laughs> your gift will make room for you. However, you got to work the gift. And a lot of you guys are not working your gift. Your gift is still wrapped. <laughs> so you can't work a gift that's wrapped up. So what I need you all to do, I need you to go ahead, unwrap that gift, and you need to start working that gift because the reason why you haven't been into certain rooms is because you're not working your gifts. Okay, now that we got that out the way, I just felt like getting that out there. I don't know where that came from, right? Um, yo, text us comments. Was the 773-923-3774. That's 773-923-3774. Why are you texting us? So you can get the information as we are bringing it. There's a Culture Holics shirt coming out for all of our Culture Holics. There's a Patreon um, 
uh, Patreon that's going to be launched here very, very soon. You're going to get exclusive content from myself, exclusive content from Portia. You know, the girls, she might give the girls some fashion tips. I don't know what she's going to do. We're going to figure that out because I definitely want her to um, bring some of the content that she does on her YouTube over to the Patreon. Patreon. All right. So the point of it all, the moral of the story is go ahead and text us. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Micah B on TikTok. That's really... On TikTok, I mean, if you want to follow me on social media, it's Micah B on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. But just to let y'all know, TikTok is where I'm going to be posting most of my content. It's going to be the spicy content. All right. The spicy content. Um, Yeah. Portia, where can they find you? Where can they find me? Yeah. You can find me in the club by the football. It's going club. down. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I've always wanted to do that on the podcast. I don't know why. Anyway, um... No, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, it's always going to be Porsche Baby 90. So P O R S H B B Y 90. Now, as far as Instagram goes, I'm really contemplating archiving like all of my posts and starting from zero. Um, because I go through these phases where I'm like, I don't like my feed, I'm gonna change it. And then I just like start changing it as I start posting things. But I think I'm just going to start. I'm going to start from ground zero. I'm thinking about it. Okay. Thinking about it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. And um, yeah, you know what? You know what? I think we're going to go ahead and also give some shine to our producer. So if you guys want to check out our producer, check her out over on Instagram at Lizzie P. Lockton. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-P-L-A-W-T-O-N. Just like Miss Tina. No, it's not Tina Lawton, is it? Is it Tina Lawton or Tina Lawton? Oh, Lawton. never mind. Oh, <laughs> so it's nothing like Tina Lawton. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to uh, follow our producer, Lizzie, she's awesome. She uh, does some great content over there. She really speaks to people and she's she just, don't take my word for it. Follow her. Um, check and out the podcast. And she's a prophet, okay? She's prophetical. Um, and that's all I got for y'all. That's all we got. You got anything else for them? Listen, I hope you guys enjoyed seeing our faces because yeah. I enjoyed seeing I our faces today. We look good. We some beautiful black people, okay? Beautiful black I love it. I love to see it. I still got to get my lining right, you know, but hey, Same. done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. Let me stop giving gems. They need to give me a consultation for everything that I've given them today. All right, y'all. We will see Thank you me. next week. Peace.